What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Moto Punks Podcast, Episode 2. We got a good lineup today with uh, Scott Meshi calling in, number 84, riding the Astronos Husqvarna. Made his first main event uh, of this year, so we're going to talk to him a little bit about that. Logan Best, top amateur Yamaha kid. Uh, man, ripping it up in Freestone, uh, and also it's spring ding ding so we'll talk to him a little bit about that and what his life looks like, because uh, the kid's only 16 and he's ripping it like an all-star, so super excited, as always, joined by two co-hosts here. Uh, first off, Mr. Aiden Island, how you doing, sir? What up, what up? Doing good, and then uh, Mr. Zach, how you doing? doing I'm, I'm chilling today. Doing good? Yeah. Nice, nice. So, boys, Indy, last week, uh, picks did not go as planned. Oh, um, mine went as planned, for the most part. You don't got to rub that in. Don't got to rub that in. Uh, lots to talk about. I think he called Indy. whackers. Yeah, I did I, call he did call whackers, but he got Tomac right. So, we'll oh, give him yeah, props. yeah, the hardest pick ever. <laughs> right, right. So, we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, also, Devin uh, Rapier and Alex Ray got into a little tumble. So... Definitely wasn't consensual. Definitely was not consensual. Well, that was a Bubba Pauly incident, but, you know, that's same time frame. Uh, obviously, Mookie goes down. Big, big issue, uh, at least for my fantasy. That, that did not turn out very well. So or great for mine. <laughs> I'm sure it did. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, yeah. You know, right honestly, yeah, why not? So I guess let's talk about um, – you want to do 250 or 450 first, real quick? Which one do you want to do? Um, start with the 250. All right, 250. All right, Jack comes away with the win, as usual. Yep. <clears throat> per the usual. Um, safe to say he's, uh, is, is he generational talent? Uh, I'm not sure. He looked good, though. He looked good. Uh, McAdoo looked really good for a while as well, though. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Main event-wise, I, I thought Wackers had it for a hot minute. And then Jet just straight up drove around him, around the outside. Yeah, he did. But here's the thing. Jet has, like, a whole other level that he can get to that I don't think we've ever seen before. So I think that's kind of what we saw was he just kind of patiently waited, and then he took off, and it was it was chill. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was interesting. It looked to me that he didn't – he just was chilling out. Wasn't worried about it at all. No. You know, Mac got in front, and then he just paced him halfway through the race, went around him. I would say that's a fair assessment. Yeah. I mean, he looked pretty in control that night. I know sometimes he gets a little randy, but he was. I think he was in control of that whole situation the whole time. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I don't think at the moment right now, if you're looking at the 250 class, Lawrence is looking really good right now. Um, to win the whole thing, but I mean, yeah, he did lead sixteen of the twenty-one laps. Yeah, yeah. And he also did get the whole shot in that in that main event. But he gets the whole shot every weekend, almost. It seems like almost every weekend. So he has good. been getting good starts. Those Hondas honestly look good up starts this year. They do. You know, better or worse than a Star Yamaha? Uh, a little bit worse. A little worse. Okay. That's, um, that's, that, that's good. Hampshire surprised me. He snuck up onto the podium there. I didn't. I didn't see it coming. <sighs> yeah, he was real like, quiet. Real quiet. He just kind of did his thing and 
I mean, I, I don't. I forgot he was in third almost for like most of the race. Well, usually he wads himself out. You know, ten oh minutes in, he'll he'll just he makes a simple mistake and runs third place for forever, and then all of a sudden just falls off. I so, mean, I get that. He started started around eighth place. Yeah, he was in, just like slowly in the main event. Going yeah. In there, yeah, kept chugging along. Yeah, it was quiet. It was quick. He, yeah, I think um, I wanted to see what would have happened if he started up with the other two. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to see that. It would be interesting. I do think he's got the speed; he can do it. But we'll see. I think that's kind of the thing. We'll see. We'll yeah, see what I mean, what the future holds for RJ. Is yeah. What's the scenario where we get all three of them with a good start? <laughs> that that'd make for some really good racing. Yeah. Do you put Hampshire over McAdoo though? I don't know. Depends on the track, I think. If he doesn't wad himself out. Does he take McAdoo? Well, which one? (laughs) (laughs) What's Uh, the difference? uh, Corporate wants you to find the difference between these two pictures. Um, Yeah, I don't, I I mean, for me personally, I think RJ was was really a sleeper for everyone. I don't don't think there was a time that that wasn't the case. Uh, I don't want to call him a sleeper, but, like, he was quiet and just kind of did his thing. I mean, super pumped for the guy. Yeah, he's a vet. Super man. pumped. It's he's, good to good to see yeah. him on the podium, especially after that gnarly get off the other weekend. Over oh that yeah, over under jump. Oh, when he took oh, a nap. Oh man, yeah. He just yeah. he was tired. He needed a cat nap. Yeah, three minute events a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so we got that. All right. So four fifties. Obviously, Eli Tomac comes in first. Yes. Super ticked about that because Mookie did not come in first. <laughs> no. No, so there goes not. my fantasy for this week. Uh, I yeah. think Aiden is now secured in the first place position unless he absolutely forgets to put in his fantasy picks for a week. Which, which I never hoping, will. Which I'm kind of hoping. Which that or he I just never doesn't. will. He'll have a horrible week. I'm kind of hoping for that too. So Doubt it. I'm out of here with that. Touching touching on that Mookie thing, I think I think he just rushed the corner. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he, did. It, he didn't really get to sit into it how he wanted and right off the bat uh, man that front end was going down. There was, there was nothing he could really do about it and he just fell out of the sky. It kind of looked like he over jumped he came up a really little short. bit and then he came up short because he didn't have the, the runoff that he usually would he, so. he went he went straight out he didn't go up. Yeah exactly it was there was no there was no height it was just a lot of it was really weird. He jumped weird, real honestly. far, but he didn't get the length that we wanted. So I think he might have wheelied like into the lip a little bit. Looking back at the I gotta clip, look at the crash. Yeah, the the shock was was sitting high in the stroke, going all the way up it because he came out of that corner super weird. I, super weird. Yeah, he was yeah. like almost still like turning when he was coming up. And then it was uh, kind of weird. But I still think I mean, he's still – he came up short. I think when you look down to it, he came up short. And that's – that's Well, front wheel short, which is probably the worst scenario in that situation. Right, 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 right. Still still had a solid eighth-place ride. Right. Those no, guys oh, were absolutely. so far gone. Mookie absolutely. was down for like a lap and like only went back to eighth. <sighs> I mean, but still, I, I mean, the whole – I was just upset that he crashed in general, I'll be honest with you. I was kind of hoping that he would run one and two and at least justify my pick. But he just yeah, didn't he have just, the start. He didn't have it. No. Yeah, he didn't have the no. start. No. I mean, it's been a little bit of an issue. 
all year, it feels like. Yeah. So Bam Bam and, and Anderson get into it a little bit. What are your oh. thoughts on that real quick? Before we get to Scott here in a couple minutes, what was your thought on uh, I mean, Anderson Barsh? Is that clean? Is it dirty? What are we... It... I feel like it was a little aggressive, but I feel like it was kind of justified. He definitely did not mean to clean him out. I th- think he was going in there trying to scare him, throw a wheel in, and Anderson was like, he looked like he was just a little focused on the rut, and then as soon as he saw yeah. him, it was too late. They, like, at, at speed, that was a, a super slow crash. Was it worth $3,000? Absolutely. The fine $3,000 is nothing to Justin Barsha. He also, he also got docked some points. Okay, but three points. He's sitting tied. I think he's, I think he's good. If I was Barsha, I probably would have done the same thing. Hey, Barsha surprised me this weekend. He showed out. He looked good. I thought he was going to win. Yeah. He yanked the whole shot. He led 18 laps. He looked good. He looked really good. Like someone and who could actually challenge Tomac well, on any given day. It, and it, it looked real good. It looked good. It, it looked good. It looked promising. Nothing to take away from Tomac's performance, but it still looked good. Irregardless. So that, I mean, hey, that 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 is what it is. Um, uh, I think Barsha can stay up there if he yeah, does, if he gets yeah. a good start. Yeah, you know, well, a lot of the guys just need a good start. You know, that's true. Also, like maybe I, I just didn't pay close enough attention this weekend because I was I was too caught off guard with those few racing incidences. But Marvin Muscat. Look on the good. podium. Come on. Look good. Real good. Mar- Mar- okay, here's the thing. I, I came into this year with high hopes for Marv. He looked really good in Paris. I'm talking really good. You can't good. count Paris, though. He's from Paris. <laughs> You're right. He is. But come on. He looked really good in Paris. And then Anaheim won. He just kind of. I thought he looked good in A1. And, uh, I think him and Mookie went down. Yeah. they they. He's had a couple different issues. Been a weird last, season. It's been a weird season for him, but he still looked good. I, I expect I expect him to be up in the top three, top five. I thought he was going to win for like a few laps. No, no, I didn't. He have was that. catching everybody. Looked like I didn't have that. I had Barsha. Barsha could have won. I think if he would have had another five laps, yeah, he, if, he might have. I think if Anderson didn't hit his back tire at two miles an hour. <laughs> he, Who knows he did, what happen? He did go on. super slow down the start straight and like put his hand up like I'm sorry. He's definitely gonna have to go buy some more team fried merch. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure he's going to. That was the um, point two seconds he needed for the win. He shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> man, I, I who knows, man. But I, hey, shout out to my boy Ryan Brees with the career best finishing tenth this week. Yo, yeah. shout out to the boy Ryan Brees. We love that guy. We love him. That's, that's awesome to in see. In Brees we trust, right? Yeah. That's been the saying all, all season in fantasy. Nah, his handicap's too low now. Oh, <laughs> oh you got too good. That's We're on a, an A-ray we trust now. Oh. <laughs> Which is honestly a well, you know what? idea. Well, hey, after this week, you might want to reconsider that thought. I don't know. Nah, he's good. He'll be good. <laughs> Let's see if we can get Scott Meshi on the phone, see if we can uh, communicate with him a little bit and talk about what's going on. See what's what's happening with Meshi. He made his first first ever main event uh, in the 450 class. Made it in Indy, where he last year made his first career uh, what 250, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, you got that right. 
made the 250 main event. Dude, how are you feeling right now? You know, man, you got I'll a little say, break. You got a little break. So how are you I, feeling? Um, honestly, man, I'm feeling fantastic. Um, ended up getting some more uh, laps on the practice track this week and felt great then. And, you know, I actually cracked my case before Daytona on my practice bike. Um, and then obviously at, uh, at Minneapolis, I, I got a carbon monoxide poisoning. So I haven't really been able to, to ride at all um, for a while. But, um, but man, I'll tell you, I feel fantastic. I, I felt fantastic, you know, during that race all day. I, you know, feel fantastic afterwards and uh, definitely enjoying the, uh, the time off. Yeah, I was going to say the time off is probably real nice for you. I would assume. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I will. I will say five five weekends in a row is is definitely a bit of racing. So, are you are you driving to all of the uh, to the events? No, actually, I work with the folks at TPJ, okay. and they actually transport all my stuff, and I'm able to fly to them. Oh, that's right. nice. As, as, yeah, absolutely. As compared to years past, where I've had to drive literally everywhere. <laughs> oh man. And that's, uh, I will tell you what, man, that is a grind. And um, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm glad that I'm not doing that anymore. Um, it's just, it's really hard on, on the body, um, really hard on the mind. Um, and it's definitely great to be able to fly back and forth, be able to practice during the week, um, you know, be able to have a bit more of a consistent schedule and so forth. So a lot of, a lot of really good positives and, uh, you know, honestly, I contribute that as a part of the reason why I'm, you know, able to have the success that I am right now. And, and we're going to keep just keep getting better, you know. Absolutely. So I'm looking at the results here. Did you actually ride a 250 out there? Yes, I did. Absolutely. Yeah, I, in, the, I was, in the 450 yeah. class. That's that's pretty impressive. Man. I was gonna, that's awesome. I was going to say Steve Mathis. We love him. But uh, he was quoted in saying that you rode a 450 in the 450 class, not a 250 in the 450 well, class so well well the only the only 450 that i own is actually at jmc motorsports out in uh washington in pasco washington waiting to be shipped to me so oh. uh yeah so yeah no i uh <laughs> no that's been a 250 on that on that uh trailer the whole time with tpj um you know it hasn't it hasn't uh changed hands and that's uh it's been a 250 the whole time i mean i just changed the graphics that's all Mathis is fake news to begin with. Oh my! <laughs> we can't do that to poor Mathis. Come on, oh, the guy's, poor Mathis the guy's got to pay house. for a mansion. Yeah, Come on, he's paying for a so, mansion right now. So, what'd you think of the course? Like, uh, the whoops looked pretty decent this past weekend from watching through the TV. Uh, how was it out there on the track? From from this weekend at Indy? Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, let me tell you, this is probably the first and only time I've ever said that the whoops during the night show were worse than the practice whoops, like than the time qualifying whoops. Really? Um, yeah, no, it was mind boggling because um, during the during time qualifying, you know, they just kind of broke down, you know, across the track. But like, man, during the night show, I don't know if it's because everybody was kind of more like staying in line or something. But, like, the, the whoops got super, like, rutted. And, I mean, the rut that you had at the beginning was the rut you had all the way to the end. Um, you kind of get locked in I, there. Yeah, no, and I, I'm not going to lie. I actually learned that in the heat race. I think I was running, like, fifth or something. I had a good start, and I was running, like, fifth. And um, 
I went through the whoops on the first lap and I just got a little off balance and my front wheel got grabbed by a rut and it just took me down, man. I just couldn't do anything. Yeah, that's been a big point of contention, uh, particularly with this podcast group here, is the construction and the breakdown of the whoop section every week, how it's different and lopsided. Um, I'm the only one that holds this view, apparently. Um, Zach and Aiden it's, it's think that they're okay. It's personally my favorite part of the track because uh, I'm, I'm an arena cross rider, and the, the bigger, the scarier the whoops are, the sketchier they get. That's that's where I personally excel because I'll be honest, like I could hit the rhythms, but that's the whoops. Or for me, is where I either make a lot of time or lose a lot of time out there on the course. No, I mean it's a big separator. Um, and honestly, as far as them like breaking down weird or breaking down unevenly, I mean there's really not a whole lot that can be done for that. Um, that just kind of is, you know, the way that the track breaks down. I mean, obviously, we all kind of have our preferred angles and so forth. Um, for the ang- you know, for the for the whoops and how we're gonna go into the, you know, how we're gonna go into the corner afterwards. Um, so of course that's gonna break down first, and then you know obviously we're gonna start moving around different you know parts of the whoops to try and hit better places. Um, and obviously you know after time qualifying, you know there's only so much time for those guys to be able to rebuild. Um, so, you know, you can't expect them to be absolutely perfect. Um, but, you know, there are some areas in the whoops that may be a little bit flatter versus, you know, super steep. Um, so that's just kind of that's just kind of a normal part of it. Um, I don't necessarily think that, um, you know, that the Dirtworks guys are, are doing anything wrong. Um, it's just kind of how it is. And, and obviously, you know, they got to work with different dirt every single weekend and obviously they they only have so much time to make it too um and that's a hell of a job absolutely you know it's you know i will tell you though i mean they're definitely like i mean they're taking guys out but that's just part of supercross man it's the way that it's always been you know there's always injuries in supercross and bikes Mm -hmm. the bikes are getting faster the competition's getting faster so of course that's going to result in more injury you know it just kind of it's one of those things it's it's kind of a it's something that you have to learn how to do consistently. Um, and I will say, like, Tomac right now is absolutely freaking exceeding. And so is Christian Craig. You know, those guys are, I would I would confidently say, are probably the two fastest guys through the whoops right now. And, you know, with Mookie being in that, in that mix as well. And, you know, their ticket is that they can not only hit them fast, but they can hit them mm-hmm. super fast very consistently and very comfortably um you know they're not it's not like they're doing it out of control absolutely yeah, absolutely man so kind of running back to to full circle to indie it looked like that track really broke down in the main event like how did those lines come into play as the main event went on well man let me tell man let me tell you um <laughs> you know i have never had a track breakdown so fast like it was crazy dude every time i came around it felt like the track was different and you know obviously because you know the racing's a bit tighter Mm -hmm. um you know the lines are kind of developed and nobody's really kind of like jumping across the track and stuff like that like you know you're kind of because you're in a longer moto yeah you know 
if you're going to pass, like, you're not going to be going from all the way on the left to all the way on the right because that's just the way that the lines are. Right. You know, the lines were already kind of broken in a little bit. So, you know, I mean, there was lines all across every jump face. You know, the the corners were starting to get um, a little beat. Um, yeah. They weren't they weren't too terrible in the in the main event. Um, you know, I would say that the corners got more beat in time qualifying. That's just my opinion. But the jump faces were like they started out. They started out pretty fresh uh, the main event. But man, the, the track deteriorates so fast with those four fifties on the track. Um, you know, they just they really do. They just eat the track alive. And Indies is a is a soft track. You know, it's just how it is. There's really no getting around it. And you know, you just it kind it becomes one of those things where you need to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, And that's one thing that I feel like that I was better at this past weekend than other guys was I was okay with deteriorating track conditions and qualifying and during the LCQ. You know, I I felt comfortable with that kind of stuff. Yeah, being able Um, to adapt is key, especially with indoor racing. Especially with dirt like that. Especially with dirt, like what you'd find in Indy. I mean, it's yeah, it's no, super you, soft. It's absolutely, and kind of what I've noticed is obviously if you hesitate, you know, all of a sudden you're losing your forward momentum. So that's when you start to move side to side, and that's right. when you have the problems. Versus if you're kind of just charging through and kind of hammering through, you know, you're for the most part you're going to be okay. Yeah, um, for sure. So it's a it's a bit of a balancing act. I will admit it's a bit of a balancing act, um, but it's it's definitely. I mean, with the with the way that the track was breaking down, that dirt just being so soft. I mean, you just kind of have to understand that the you know the the dirt's going to guide you, but you need to make sure that you're obviously in control so that way the bike doesn't go away from you, right? You know, at unexpected times or something. Well, that's that's what I was going to ask too. So, right, you're you're in the LCQ, you get a, a really good start. Um, obviously, car now goes by by you and um, uh, Joan Cross, right? Cross went yep. by. Um, you know, you're sitting in third, and then all of a sudden, you find yourself in fifth with a couple laps to go. Like, what what is the mind frame that you go in? as you're sitting on the bubble you know you can get fourth um and transfer to the main you know what what's going through your head at that point obviously you talked a little bit about you're feeling more comfortable with the deteriorating track but you know what's going through your head in fifth place you just got passed but you know you can get it you know what what's what's going on in scott meshi's brain at that point well honestly at that point it becomes a thing of you you start to figure out where you're going to make a move and you figure out kind of how much time you have left um you know for example you know i know that if if sharer didn't go down in the corner after the whoops that it was going to be the corner after that i was going to have to absolutely hammer that rhythm section and like Mm -hmm. you know really really get into it in order for me to get that that spot and I'm perfectly fine with that, um, you know. But obviously, when the lap the laps are winding down and you are on that bubble, you kind of begin to think in your mind. I mean, you're you're obviously keeping your flow. You know, the last thing you want to do is start making mistakes. So you know, you, you're keeping your flow, 
but you're kind of looking for places where they might be a little bit weaker or where you can pick up uh, in order right. to kind of do something a little extra. Um, you know, I believe, uh, what's his name? I believe that Jet Lawrence made the pass on McAdoo in the main event in the sand, right? Yes, yes. So that was a place where, you know, personally that I felt good as well. Um, and so it was, you know, it's one of those things where if you're comfortable doing something that others are not comfortable with, then, you know, you're already kind of working to an advantage. Um, right. And you kind of you kind of begin to to strategize more of, OK, where can I make up the time? Where can I kind of go for the shot? And then from there, you know, where like what do you have to do to defend? Um Either that or, I mean, for me, I was being a little more patient. Um, obviously, I was trying to work my way back up to share, um, you know, and like I said, you know, if it wasn't going to happen, if he didn't go down, it was going to be, you know, the next opportunity, which would have been at the at the end of that following rhythm where there was the 180, mm -hmm. um, just because it was such an open corner. Um, you know, if I had any inch, you know, I was going to take it. So... Um, you know, but honestly, part of it is being patient. You know, when you put enough pressure on people, sometimes they will buckle. And even if they don't, you know, fall, you know, they might make a mistake or they might, they might kind of miss a you know, triple, have a, miss a triple. Yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> might, you might have a, you might have a lapse of judgment, you know? Right. So, right. so, you know, it's, it's stuff like that, that you kind of look for, uh, as a racer, you know, you, you, you really kind of have to, you have to know your opponent and you kind of have to, to be, you know, comfortable with, you know, I was just outside that bubble, but I knew that I was going to either, you know, I mean, unless I would have messed up the next rhythm, um, you know, I knew that I was where I was going to take my shot. Um, but obviously, you know, my, my thing was to make sure that I kept pressure on Sharer no matter what. So that way, and, you know, if that helps at all to force a mistake, then, you know, obviously then you have your end. And that's a lot easier than kind of getting down and dirty. Yeah, no, that's true. And then your mom, my goodness, uh, there's all kinds of highlight reels going around yeah, Instagram right now. Your mom has got to be rising in the charts of moto moms around the world. I mean, you could just, you could see it, man. Yeah. I mean, Hey, you know, I, you know, that's, that's someone that's, that's behind me and that's been behind me. Um, you know, obviously through, through, you know, the ups and downs. So I'm, uh, I'm really thankful that, you know, those shots were gotten of, um, you know, coming off of that because it's just real stuff yeah um, absolutely i so I, I don't know if you boys watched the clip but um i, no, I had a, i had a, i had a little tear come to my eye i'm not gonna lie there was there was a tear it's 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 awesome when you have the whole family behind it and supporting you oh it's, yeah it's such a great feeling yeah and if you guys i mean and i was there at daytona when scott didn't make it and now to see her when Scott did make it, absolutely just thrilled for you and your mom um, and everyone that, that you're riding with. So it was, well, I, I, love I appreciate it. that ton, man. I mean, it's, it, that, I'll tell you, that was a, that was a definite, a, a big 180. Big 180. Cause I remember you were, you were saying, dude, something's got to change now or we're going to have major problems. And, yeah, no. And, and that's, and that's the truth, man. I mean, this stuff's not cheap. That what you know what we're doing. So it 
it became a thing of like, look, like, you know, it's, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta be better. Right. Um, and obviously more, you know, more than just the financial end of things. Um, you know, obviously I'm not putting in the work, you know, that I have. And, you know, I know that I have a lot more skill than what was being shown. Um, you know, there was, there was a lot definitely going through the mind that made that performance at Daytona completely unacceptable. Um, you know, and I'm not willing to, to accept anything less than what I know that I can do. Um, you know, and I went to Detroit. I did a bit better. Um, needed to give myself a little bit of a better start. And I would have been in. Um, and then, obviously, you know, at Indy, you know, I rode like I know, like I knew how I could. You know, yeah. And that was, you know, that was the difference. You know, that was, that was, that's what I know that I can do. And I'm not willing to accept anything less than that. Um, you know, whether it be for financial reasons, whether it be mm-hmm. for you know, my own sense of, I guess, pride, pride, pride. you know, my own, my own <laughs> pride, you know, and, and, you know, me knowing that I'm better than that. Um, but, you know, obviously I'm not willing to accept anything less than a main event. And obviously, you know, I'm still going to be at the end of the day, no matter what, I'm going to be thankful if I walk away in one piece, but you know, you, you can be absolutely certain that unless I'm on a main event gate, that, I'm probably going to be steaming. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would definitely say that with the amount of money, time, effort that you're putting in, I, it would be worth it. I hate to interrupt here, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong. But that was your first 450 main event, correct? That would be correct. Yes, sir. Um. All right. So now that you got the, I like me personally, like making the main. That's that's the first step. Like now, now that you know you can do that, is like. I know it's hard as a privateer, but you feel like it's to be expected. But um, where where do you see yourself bit. as, like as the towards the end of the season? Like, are you are you gonna I, try to fight to get up in that like top fifteen spot? Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't see why not. Yeah, I mean, I, I I've seen several clips uh, from Moto Sandbox. I believe that's where you're at, isn't it, Moto Moto Sandbox? Yes, sir. You got that right. Yeah. So the only, I've seen, the only reason why I say that because I know there's a lot of guys out there that as soon as they get in the main event, they're like, "I don't care. We made it. Let's just kind of do our thing, ride around, and then off to the next one." Like I could, I could hear, like you're speaking with like a lot of heart, and that's that's awesome. That's what a lot of us privateers are all about. It's like just pouring everything into it, and once you see that little bit. You, you just want to keep going and you know you can keep going yeah no that's so the sick. thing that's the thing is is you know obviously just because i made that main event like i'm not stopping there you know no. i'm i'm gonna now i'm like okay well now i want to get now i've gotten into the main event now what happens you know when i give myself another good start like i know i can do mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. like i've proven that i can do and you know why not just try to take it up into the top 15 like why why not you know if i can if i can be comfortable in that scenario of being in that main event and ride like myself i mean i don't understand why not um you know it doesn't to me it doesn't matter that i'm a that i'm a second year supercross racer you know that doesn't matter to me it doesn't matter that i'm on a 250 
doesn't that none of that matters um you know it's you know that that sense of you know always being better always wanting to be better always wanting to be the best that you can possibly be um and i'm growing and i'm getting better and i'm getting faster i'm getting more comfortable so that's what's going to happen you know it's just going to continue to get better and that's and honestly you know that's kind of what your sponsors expect which is before we you know this actually ties into a question that we had from uh from one of the listeners um you know you've got a whole lot of sponsors behind you um but most notably um you are sponsored by a crypto i am that is that is actually sponsoring uh the show here so you know how has it been uh working with those guys at uh at astronos and you know where did that all happen well, honestly, man, let me tell you, first and foremost, that, that working with, with, you know, the folks at Astronauts, they're just, they're amazing. Um, you know, honestly, they're, they're incredibly, incredibly supportive. Um, you know, whether I'm having the best weekend ever or, you know, the lowest weekend that I've had so far, you know, they, they understand that, you know, sometimes, you know, my results are not reflective of my ability. Um, and you know, they, they understand that obviously that I'm going to continue to grow and I'm going to continue to put them out there and I'm going to continue to do whatever I possibly can, um, you know, to make them being the title sponsor of my program this year, you know, something really strong and something to be really excited about. Um, honestly, it's just, it's, you know, they're just fantastic people to work with. Um, you know, I really love the project that they have um i i really love the you know the the vision of what they're doing um i personally am a believer in that and i'm mm-hmm. a believer in in you know crypto nfts so forth um you know being able to bring that that next level of of you know digital into the real world and, and offering you know real value behind it um mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. i can i can really appreciate a a project that has real meaning behind it and obviously you know the whether it's you know the ability to you know earn more uh you know grow grow your value grow your investment um you know through their farms and their pools um or the development of their video game um and they're you know they're starting to you know put themselves in a place of of you know working with nfts and and incorporating that like that's fantastic absolutely Um, and you know it's it's super awesome to be a part of that movement and being you know the only racer that's sponsored by an actual coin and you know i i it's just super unique and honestly i i'm really really happy that i have had the opportunity um you know it's it's truly one of those like once in a lifetime things and it's you know the fact that the people behind it are as amazing as they as they are just makes it even better absolutely um, and i think it's i mean honestly you know more than anything i'm just i'm really thrilled about <clears throat> about my you know my place to be able to to put them out there as well um you know it's just so unique and so cool um and it's it's you know for me you know i want to be able to you know do what i can to mm-hmm make cryptocurrency and educate people on cryptocurrency you know obviously myself i mean i'm 
I'm traditional, you know, book smart. You know, I almost have my master's degree. Right, probably right. the only probably the only racer out there that has that and probably the only <laughs> Definitely probably definitely the only, the only racer. Probably probably the only only racer ever to be a graduate student and make a main event, let alone a four fifty main. Um while racing. So, while racing at least. Yeah, at least while racing. Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, doing it listen, doing it all at once, man. Jeez. You got a, a real real tight program. Quite the opposite of what we have over here. <laughs> Quite a hey, loose you, program. Hey, you know what, man? I mean it's it's uh you know, obviously I've stayed in school and I've I've been able to continue to grow myself in that way. Um and I'm I'm thankful for the opportunities that I have and I'm thankful, you know, for the knowledge that I have from you know my my programs and my schooling yeah yeah you know that's been it's been a it's been an asset for me yeah um, absolutely so you know just uh, you know just nothing but good things to say about that um so I'm, say I'm you don't really, really have a lot of bad things to say right now mm-hmm. i mean you're you're kind of no, no, you, you let this vibes. week yeah you're all good vibes <laughs> You know, I'm, listen, dude, I'm, I'm, you know, like for the most part, I'm always, you know, good vibes. Um, you know, obviously after Daytona, I was pretty pissed, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, I'm going to walk away and say, Hey, you know what? I'm in one piece. I can go and ride tomorrow. Um, and you know, obviously me being in one piece, you know, my life being in one piece, um, you know, and just having a, a, a solid, you know, a solid group of people around me, you know, dude, I, I can't, I can't ask for more than that. I can't, I, you know, I can't be any more thankful than to have that, um, you know, and, and to be able to live my life with positivity, you know, that's, and, and gratitude, mm-hmm. you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's me is important. Um, so, you know, I'm thankful that I'm able to go and, and race dirt bikes and I'm thankful I'm able to be on TV when I'm doing it. I'm thankful that I have amazing people around me and I'm thankful that, you know that I'm I'm staying healthy. Um, you know I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. And you know, thankful sure. to be growing. Thankful to be here. You know, that's it's important, man. You got to You got to be thankful. You got to be got to be grateful for for everything that you have. That's true. Yes, sir. Go ahead, Zach. So, where can we expect to see you racing next? Are you Are you going straight to Seattle, or so are you going to pick and choose? I will, I will not be racing Seattle. Uh, you oh. know, the thought of racing, the thought of racing Seattle, um, actually came a bit later because you know I I first went into this series, uh, you know, intending to race 250 East, and I was like, man, I just need to make more money, um, <laughs> you know, because of the because of the expenses, you know, right. I just I I knew I needed to make more money or else I wasn't going to be able to keep going. I I don't think you're um, going to miss much this weekend. Uh, it's like a hundred percent chance of rain. Going to be a straight mutter. I, I don't think Uh-oh. you're missing anything this weekend. Hey, well, you know what? My, my, hey, listen, my my two fifty will be thanking me for that one. Yes, it will. Yes, it, and so will your mechanic. He's not going to have Joey, right? Joey, the mechanic. Yes. Yeah, he's going to yeah. be very happy that he's not spending forty five minutes uh, pressure washing mud out of the deep crevices of your bike. So I'm sure he's yeah, real no. thankful for that. So absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) So no, but I'll be, my next race will be at St. Louis. So I'll be racing, I'll be at St. Louis, uh, Atlanta, Foxborough, and then the final race in Utah. Okay. So so you're going to skip Denver. Um, I don't have any plans for racing Denver. Um, I think you should. 
I think you should. Yeah. We should get it. We should get into that uh, into that LCQ challenge for Pulp, man. Come on, give them a run for uh, the money. Oh Give them a run for the money. Why not? Hey, um, you know, that, we'll, listen. We'll we'll see what happens. I mean, oh, it, man. It, that, you know, the, listen. The biggest thing is is you know things making you know making sense. You know, dollars and cents. Yeah, that's nope. true. Yeah, that is so, true. You got to make sure everything's in order. I, yep, I and that was that. that was the reason. You know, that was the reason for me. You know, I you know when I did look into Seattle, you know, I saw how expensive it was, and I'm like, dude, I can't, like, I can't make a main event even, and you know, come out even. No. So it's it's <laughs> uh, you know, it's its, its own it's, place. It's its own place. That's for sure. Yeah. So you know, just just things have to kind of be in place, but as of right now, don't really have have the plans of racing uh denver but um Maybe. you know we'll we'll, we'll see. see i mean we'll hey see. you never you never know you never know we'll see there might be some scott messy fans out there <laughs> potentially oh i do. oh trust me i do i have some fans out in denver oh yeah so so uh yeah we'll see we'll see what happens but i mean hey one thing is for absolute certain you know you can definitely count on you know if i'm not at the denver supercross I will be at Thunder Valley for the outdoors. You oh, can get on that. Yes. And I will then, definitely see you there. <laughs> then then I'll actually be on a four fifty. You oh. know, so if someone tries to say anything, I'll actually be on a four fifty then. Oh, so you'll so then you can write a letter to Steve Mathis and tell him send him a picture of your four fifty. <laughs> Let him know what's going on with that. Oh, man. Hey, you know what? At the end of the day, I take that as a compliment that someone thinks that I'm not on a 450. Oh, man. Or that that they think that I'm not on a 250. Excuse me. Well, hey, listen. If Stank Dog can make a 250 main event on a 125, you can make make a 450 main on a 250. Yeah. no, We've seen it happen. So why not? 100%. No, absolutely. I think. Carnival's I mean, listen. I, at the end of the day, if, if someone's really that curious, if they want to pay for my rebuild, they're well, welcome to take it. Oh man, apart. yeah, I don't <laughs> envy that. Uh, I, I'm going through that right now. We fixed the Cowie with, the, with the oil leak, and uh, Wednesday we <laughs> wadded a little bit. Uh, hit hit a triple a little too hard. Kind of busted the whole rear hub and the sprockets. So yeah, uh, now we're wow. sidelined again for another three weeks. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be fantastic. Dude, I mean, listen. I tell you, you need to keep the thing on two wheels, but clearly, it's not the problem with staying on two wheels. It's keeping those two wheels together. Uh, clearly, <laughs> clearly, clearly, we have an issue with with some durability testing. I don't know who we need to contact over that, but uh, somebody, oh, somebody needs to know that you can wad your whole rear hub and your sprocket and knock the bolts out not even just that and knock the bolts oh, out yeah, all the you, same you all the same time it it's gone wow she's busted zach was surprised we even wrote it back i'll be honest with you it was, it yeah. was looking rough it, it caught me by surprise I, listen, i'm gonna i'm gonna need a picture of this oh we'll we'll most definitely send you a picture there was videos and pictures of the whole thing and i can confirm i did not go down so wow yeah. I'm impressed. I, I mean, I'm really, I mean, I'm, that's impressive, dude. Uh, well, you know, it's a Cowie. It, what, what can we say? It's a Cowie. It's not so, a, well, uh, it's I, not I mean, an Austrian-engineered bike here. Hey, I'm more, no, no, I mean, I'm more impressed that you didn't go down. I mean, oh, well. I expect, I expect a Cowie to rattle apart. Uh, or two, or five. Oh, God. <laughs> you gotta stop talking, Cowie. Hey, man. man, listen, I'm Cowie through and through, but I 
I am just tired of paying for parts every two weeks. I go ride and yeah. it's a new I part. Mean, listen, every I week. Mean, listen, it's kind of funny because you're like, oh man, like I saved money. I bought a Cowie instead, yeah. of, a, instead of a KTM. But um, man, you know, you kind of it's like it's like the idea of like, oh man, you know, let me go and buy you know a nice bmw and then you know you go and end up you go to you know change the oil and you're like holy smokes dude this thing is way expensive but i mean at least you know you're saving money off of the rip with the cowie but now you're just paying for it out the for in the long run. oh man it's you know we we, we don't have any uh olin suspension on there i wonder <laughs> if that would have changed something i feel like that hey, might have uh, helped a little bit of olin's in our I life know, I know a guy that knows a guy. Oh, yeah, I might need to get in touch with him because, uh, yeah, we're we're tired of wadding out. This isn't the hey. first time that we've wadded out on a triple. The last, time, the last time was a little bit more uh, gruesome. Well, I think Zach can testify for that. I mean, if you know a guy that knows a guy, my cone valves are falling apart over here. Uh. <laughs> I might have to take you up on that if that's oh, even an offer. Oh, man. Zach's, well, Zach's looking for anything right now. He is looking for any help at the moment with his bike. But so I mean, hey, Logan. Logan has my number, so he's more than you know, more than welcome to share it. I'll I'll yes. see what I can do. We definitely gotta meet, uh, link up, and go riding or something. Cause uh, I'm down here hanging out with him quite um, almost every every other weekend. Yeah. Every weekend. Every weekend, basically. But I kind of stay more towards uh, Tampa. Uh, I'm balling on a budget over here. I'm trying to save up for the outdoors this summer. <laughs> I'm going to go race the toothy two-stroke out there with you. Oh, dude, that would be sick. Yeah, he's 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 supposedly ready to go. He's fired up, but uh, we're still working out some logistics at this point. We're, right, 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 we're right. trying to get him in charge of some stuff. So, have you have you rode the any other Austrian bikes other than the Husky? I've ridden, I've ridden the KTM. Mm. Um, I, I don't, I, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ridden a gas gas yet. Gas gases are nice. I rode one, uh, I rode one this week. I can confirm. Oh. It's a little narrow coming from a Cowie, but I like it. I'm, yeah, I'm listen, in love man, with it. That gas gas, that gas gas might be the cheap version of the Husky. It's, oh. it's pretty darn good. But that's like, dude, that's like riding in the lap of luxury compared oh, it to is. the Cowie. Oh, it is. And the seat's much comfier. I don't know who designed the Cowie seats, but good lord, it's like sitting on a rock. It's horrible. No cushion. No cushion. I've I oh, personally man. owned both Huskies and KTMs, and now I I currently own two Gas Gases, and man, it, it definitely definitely helps the wallet out a little bit. You know, they're a couple hundred dollars guy. cheaper. <laughs> I I don't mind the red. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't mind the aggressive color, I guess, but. Well, Scott, it was awesome talking to you, my guy. Really appreciate it. Obviously, good luck in St. Louis. Yeah, we're gonna good be luck, cheering man. you on. Um, I pr- I appreciate it, gents. I appreciate it. Listen, we're we're gonna do what we know how to do, and as long as we keep doing that, then you know I, I feel very confident in, in the outcome that we're gonna have. Well, uh, hope hopefully you put up another good uh, qualifying time, um, so that uh, myself can pick you in fantasy, so we can uh, help that situation out. So yeah, Aiden listen, can listen, bro. Aiden I got you. Stink I got you. Yeah, we we we're really trying to put it on Aiden at the end of the season, uh, but we we're running out of time, and he's up a lot of points. So <laughs> we're hoping for the best here at this point. We're throwing hail marys. 
Scott, well, Tristan Lane, Brees. We're going to go all privateers the next, you know, six rounds. Why not? Dude, I mean, why not, man? Hey, listen, the privateers, you know, we have something up our sleeves once in a while. You got great handicaps. Great handicaps. No, I, <laughs> I know all the tips and tricks. Sometimes you got to use them. Uh, there you go. Throw a little elbow in there. Throw a little there elbow, buddy. Little something. But, man, we appreciate it. You. Thank you, Scott. And uh, we'll, we'll definitely uh, reconvene. Definitely in Atlanta, for sure. Absolutely, guys. Well, listen, as always, thank you, you know, for having me on. And, and uh, you know, really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you guys. And, uh, yeah, no, listen, man, I'm, I'm all down for it. So you just let me know. Yeah, we will let you know in Atlanta for sure, my guy. We really appreciate it. Sick. Awesome, guys. Well, you have a good one. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, man. All righty. Thank you, guys. See you. All right, bye. All right, folks. Scott Meshi, number 84. Astronos Husqvarna rider made the first main event of the year for the 450s so nice and chill for him uh, such a good dude such a great guy isn't he yeah, come on real positive easy to vibes. talk to positive vibes I mean dude uh, the only thing he kept saying over and over and over again was I'm thankful I'm thankful I'm thankful I mean there's not a lot of riders I don't think that can say that right now most of them are stressing them, what, out. What can you give me? <laughs> uh, yeah, what can you give me? And I'm stressed out right now, and the bike's not working where I want it to work. So definitely a nice little change of pace. Uh, we've, we did forget to ask. Dwayne submitted a question. He was going to ask me if he was going to ride for Team Smash Bros. Oh, yeah. He so, did call me mm, during, during oh, he our did. chat. Oh, he did. I, I, I ignored oh, it. Man. Yeah, he could have he asked him if he was going to ride for Team Smash Bros, but I guess... That's not going to happen. Oh, well. Uh, maybe next week. Maybe maybe, maybe another time will last. Would you consider him a top privateer? You think Scott? that meets? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You think that meets the top privateer? I mean, Side of he, he made it on a 250 in the 450 yeah. class. That's, that's some top privateer That's some stuff. top privateer stuff. So. Yeah, we'll see. What a rad dude. What a rad guy. Well, our next guy is just as good. Oh, gosh. Who we got coming yeah, we on got, next? We got Logan Best. The homie. Listen, this guy here, Mr. Best, absolutely ripped the frick out of Daytona. Um, so much so that he has an iconic photo of the whole, like, double guns pointing backwards. Pretty sick little photo. But, uh, yeah. Little amateur rider uh, action going on. Logan Bess, how how's it going, my guy? Uh, it's going good. I'm actually sitting in my hotel watching some Formula One. Oh uh, man! I'm, yeah, I'm here in West Virginia for Tomahawk uh, Area Qualifier for Loretta's. So we're just uh, we're we're kicking it. Didn't you already qualify for Loretta's? Uh, yeah, I actually I qualified in Florida at Gatorback, but. So um, that's the southeast region? Southeast. southeast. With, I'm sorry? Southeast region? Uh, yes, yeah, southeast. So, oh, yeah. um, kind of, I like to do two regions. I think this one's northeast. Um, I like to do two regions, obviously, because you never know what can happen to the bike. You never know, uh, what can go on. So, try to give me greater chances into making it to Loretta's. Yeah. Well, I mean, last year you were at Loretta's and ripped it in the, uh, what, 125, right? B? 125B or C? Uh, it's actually 125BC and then uh, Schoolboy 1. Oh, so it's all one now. 
Oh, two, two classes. Oh, it's two classes. You just yeah, it's oh, okay. two classes. Well, I was gonna say I hope it is because <laughs> good lord, school. I've raised schoolboy once or twice, and that's a scary class to be in. Scary, scary. So, I I met you a long, long time ago down at Jimmy Winer's. Are you still? Is your home base uh, the Carolinas? Uh, yeah, so actually I train at, um, south of the border in South Carolina, uh, so you, Florida. How do you like working with Michelle, yeah? Uh, it's good. Matt's a really good trainer. Uh, we also have Matt Toth, which he is from up north. Um, he's also a really good trainer. Uh, they, they both make a really great team together, so it kind of helps me as a rider, um, with my confidence in, in what I'm doing. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, dude. So so let's walk through this a little bit. The last month for you has been crazy. Like, traveling halfway across the country and then traveling back all within a couple weeks. So, like, you hit Daytona, and you leave Daytona, and you drive straight to Freestone, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. But we could actually backtrack a little bit. Oh. Because, um... I've been on the road for about five weeks now. Good Started night. In, uh, in Florida with Gatorback, that area qualifier. Um, weekend after that, we had Daytona. Uh, and I had to leave that Monday night after racing to drive out to Texas for Freestone, which was a week-long event. Uh, and then I got to leave that Sunday night to drive two hours to another track in Texas called Underground for springing. Oh, baby. Spring-a-ding. Oh, Bring yeah. out the mustaches, it was, it was baby. Ooh. So how was that? How was, how was spring-a-ding this year? I, I didn't get to go. Usually I get to go to those things, but uh, this year couldn't do it. How was spring-a-ding? It was really good. The track's always really good there. Um, track guys, they, they make sure it's nice and watered. I mean, they were watering the track while we were out there, kind of <laughs> just hitting cert- certain spots. Uh, but overall, uh, I was able to come home with a second and a third, which is which is good, uh, obviously yeah. up on the podium. So that's, that's always good when you're up there on the podium, man. Considering three weeks of traveling, racing every weekend, oh. or for a week long, back to back to back to back. I mean, it's, come on. It's a grind. I've been there. <laughs> I, I feel for you, man. Um, <laughs> so, you're, you're riding YZs, right? Uh, yes, yeah, so I, I ride for NSA Rocker for Yamaha, um, owned by Danny Lewis and run by Ed Torrance. Um, and then, obviously, we have help from Donnie Lewis. That is just, it's an amazing team in, in itself. So, um but yeah, the the YZ is um, is is the way to go. It's the way to go. And you're in the system, right, for the factory team, for factory uh, Yamaha, yes, right? Actually, I I work with Garrett Swanepoel, uh, the star the star Yamaha trainer. Um, he helps me with the off the bike stuff, um, just as far as workouts and and what to eat. Heck well, yeah, that's man. always important. Oh yeah, oh, it's, you you put race fuel in your bike, you. Might as well put some good fuel in your body, man. 
Listen, I'm yeah, lucky if I get I'm sure. lucky if I get pizza rolls and a Dr Pepper every night. Okay, <laughs> that, that's that's where we're at. Pizza rolls and Dr Pepper. That's that's like after a, a title win when you're chilling out. Listen, what I tell you, loose program, loose program, loose program, loose program. So, um, you're obviously gonna make Loretta's this year. I mean, obviously. you've made it. You've already how, how many times? Oh God, I've been to Loretta's. I. I believe if I if I make it this year, it is going to be number thirteen. Woo. Wow! So <laughs> you you've been Image going a, career. a good portion of of your uh, of your youth to yeah. to the ranch. How do you like it up uh, up there in Tennessee? It's really good. Um, I'm more of a rough track racer, as I guess you could say. Um, and obviously, <laughs> if you like rough tracks, Loretta's is definitely the place to make it to um it's very challenging uh obviously there's been certain years where the weather's been 112 degrees uh, and then there's been certain years where it's 50 degrees and just torrential downpours oh yeah i um, I, I know (laughs) all about those downpours like uh i believe 2021 so i think it was Maybe 2020. I'm forgetting what year they did it, but uh, I was fortunate enough to race the the pro national that they held there after the amateur national, and oh my gosh, they got so much rain beforehand. I only did Lure- the the first round at Loretta's. I didn't go back for that second one. I knew it was going to be a mutter. A mutter. But yeah, I'm I was I was lucky enough to leave the Saturday before all the rain came. Oh, yeah, it. It was like the the course was awesome, but man, it beat the heck out of my motorcycle. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but mutters are no joke. It's a, it's it's definitely an experience. Uh, you know, so when you're out there for the amateur national, it's a it's a three moto format, obviously, and it's 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 pretty spread out throughout the week. So, how is it for you when you uh, you come off a moto? And you have like about a sometimes it's about a day in between motos. Like, what do you, what what are your thoughts? What do you do in that? In What's that your meantime? recovery process? Let's ask that. What's your recovery process? Uh, well, I actually I use Hammer Nutrition, so obviously they have your hydration drinks, your recovery drinks, all that kind of stuff. But um, I feel like the most important thing for a race like Loretta's because obviously like you said I mean there could be some days where you don't even race so I think kind of the best thing is to just get out and walk around kind of watch some of the races especially the pro races because obviously those are the best guys out there and they're going to have the best lines and the track will most likely be the same throughout the week Yeah. so I feel like getting out watching the races even going for a, a pedal, you know, on, on a bike is always good. But at the same time, you need to balance that with relaxing. Because uh, obviously you can't be going out doing pit bike motos 24-7 <laughs> and expect to race the next day and win. Oh, so yeah. you're not, so you're not doing wheelies? You're not doing wheelies in the, uh, you know, around around Loretta's at night? No, oh, no. Oh, man. I thought... God, the last time I did a wheelie, I think I looped it out, to be honest. Oh. 
<laughs> Who does that sound like? <clears throat> Jimmy. Jimmy. No. How are you doing, Jimmy? Uh, I'll be honest. I, I looped out a pit bike over at Day in the Dirt a couple weeks ago, and oh. it's, it's rather easy to do, so I'm on the same page there with you. Oh, man. All right. But, uh, so you, you, you kind of take the little bit of a relaxed vibe in between those, those long breaks, probably find you down at the, at the creek there. Yeah, I uh, I spent a little bit of time in the creek. Um, <laughs> obviously, I kind of just hang around the motorhome. I hang outside. I try not to be in the AC too much just because, for me, I kind of feel like it, it drains me a little bit going from inside and in the AC to outside. And With all the humidity. Degrees. Yeah. yeah. Um, so kind of just, like I said, walking around is really big for me at least. Um and, and watching, like I said, watching those those faster guys and, and the better lines that I could use to my advantage in, in my race. Heck yeah. So I guess uh, moving moving on, I mean, we do have a couple questions for you from some folks. Um, one of the one of them is uh, when when can we start expecting you racing Deegan on the two fifties? Um. Definitely, a definite answer is um, after Loretta's. Uh, the team would like me to run and finish the 125 season throughout Loretta's, which I think is good. I will be getting a 250 in the next uh, next few weeks to kind of get used to the four-stroke, get used to the weight, uh, engine braking, which is definitely something to get used to. Yep. Um, but it it will be soon. Uh, I think mm. it's gonna be really good, kind of getting that hour competitive battle back again. Of course. So if you do that, right, you get the two fifty. Are you moving out and saying audios to south of the border, or are you gonna still stay there, make that your home base? What's uh, what's the thought process on that? Uh, to be honest, there really isn't a thought process on that. Um, kind of just, especially with this sport, you kind of just got to take day, day by day, uh, training day by training day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think the border is definitely a solid, solid base for right now. Um, so I think, uh, it's going to be there for a little bit. Sweet. So next year futures question mark. Supercross uh, features? No, maybe. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. Uh, just because I'm in the position as a rider where I get told what to do and when to do it. Right, right. So uh, obviously, you know, we we could say right now that I I could be doing it, and then the minute before they all start, it could be oh, uh, yeah. well, you know, we're not too sure on that. So um, so it, it's oh, it's kind of a guessing game sometimes. <laughs> Have you, have they had you out on uh, the the amateur SX track over at Saab? Uh yeah, we ride that prob we ride our amateur supercross track probably once a week, because uh, it, it's good to kind of get everyone on it every once in a while. But it's also good for our our, our weekly riders because mm -hmm. uh, obviously they don't want to ride the same track every single day. Yeah. Uh, because obviously that gets quite repetitive. So 
it's kind of good for them because they get to see what a more technical track looks like. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I like that. I, I like that. Um, shoot, I remember actually last fall. It it was it was a long time since I rode uh, some Supercross tracks, so. I actually I hopped out on the amateur supercross track to warm up before I I rolled over to the the more spec track, and tell you what it's it's definitely a, a little blessing to have that down there, to where <laughs> you can kind of warm up and not not kill yourself before you go out for your for your moto. Yeah, it's definitely good, and I personally think that an amateur supercross track should be at every training facility because as the looks of it right now, I mean, that's pretty much where our sport's going to be going is is supercross. So I think getting younger kids on a supercross track as soon as possible um, is probably the best way to go. Yeah, I would would say especially with – the world supercross series hopefully starting up you got well now supercross series everywhere now now that the the supercross teachers they're just thrown in into the night show like yeah they used to get a tamed down track but now now you're riding the same track as as the guys during during the same night yeah so you're you're pushing it real hard real hard those nights it's uh uh, like like you're saying, I, th- I feel like that's it's really important to have those because there, there's not a lot of places where you can go and go and practice Supercross, let alone learn how to ride Supercross. Yeah, and honestly, I, I think kind of all types of racing are pretty much the same. Obviously, Supercross is a lot tighter, um, but as far as jumps and stuff like that goes, uh you're either going to hit him or you're not going to hit him. Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing for, for the whoops. I mean, uh, it's the same thing on a motocross track. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if mm-hmm. you see a 120-foot tabletop, you're either going to hit it or you're not going to hit it. There's really no... There's no in-between. In no. In-between. No, there's not. Not like, at all. The, the second you hesitate, like when we were just on the phone with Sky, that's, that's when things go a little awry. Yeah. Just a yeah, I've I've definitely had um I've learned my lesson when I was on on 65s and and 50s. You can't especially with that stuff you cannot hesitate. You either you need to go all at it or don't go at it at all. And that's kind of like with newer riders, you can have a rider come up to you and and say, you know, what what gear do you hit that jump in or or you know, how fast do you hit that jump? It's like you gotta you gotta figure that out on your own. You either yeah. just go long, whatever you do, go long. Don't go short. Nope. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty bad myself. I I struggle to keep track of what gear I'm in. I always just kind of tell with how the power feels, how the bike sounded. I was gonna say I ask Zach all the time what gear he hits things in, and his second gear is not my second gear. I can guarantee you that his <laughs> second gear is wide open. His second gear, <laughs> his his second gear is wide wide open on the power yeah. band. Yeah, I, myself, I don't count gears. I kind of just I go off the the sound of the bike. If it sounds like it's revving out, then I shift. If it sounds like it's fogging, then I downshift. 
uh, and obviously if it sounds good, I don't touch it. I leave my foot on the foot peg. That's how, I'm pretty sure that's how they teach you how to do it. So, I mean, <laughs> I remember years ago you're you're rocking some Vexia gear since they oh. went away. Uh, what are you wearing nowadays? Uh, so the team actually uses Moose. Um, Moose. I've been Moose. in a bunch of different brands. Um, but I currently, like I said, I'm currently in Moose and I love it. It's really good gear. Um, and yeah. Heck yeah. Sheesh. Well, I think we only got one more question for you, my guy. Um, comes from Zach. He says, uh, give us a day in the life of Logan Best. Day in the life of Logan Best. Yeah, day well, in the life. <laughs> so, um, obviously, if, I, if I'm at the border, I wake up at around 7, have some breakfast, uh, then I'll head off to off to the morning gym uh just kind of stretch and kind of get myself ready for the day uh then i'll put about hour and a half to two hours on the bike starting at uh at 10 and then after that i'll um kind of clean myself off get myself ready for the next day and then go go into the gym for a real workout mm. And then eat, sleep, and repeat. Yeah, pretty much, and some schoolwork in there. Oh, oh, that's right, that's right, because you're only 16. Yes, I'm only 16. Only so 16 have, going crazy. Years. Sheesh, man. Well, we're hoping to see you out here soon with all the big boys. We're excited about it. I know uh, several, you've got several fans down here uh, that are affiliated with the punks uh i think there's a deal or something that that was struck with uh with cory hip over some over some nft stuff and a first win or something like that i i don't know anything about that oh i'm definitely gonna have to hit up cory after after this phone call uh ask, ask him what this bet is yeah i was gonna say he 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 told me something about uh buying your nft and giving it to you or something of that nature once you <clears throat> once you get your first win so well we are definitely gonna have to have a conversation we're gonna have to write up a contract <laughs> yeah i was gonna say we need to get a group chat going and make sure that uh that he's you know alive and well because uh i don't think we've heard from Corey hip in a little while usually he's got good input and questions but super, he's he's super big into you though. I'm not gonna lie. He every time we talk about uh, anything amateur, it always comes back to Logan Bass. Yeah, Corey's a really good guy. I bet Corey God probably six years ago when I was, or maybe even longer than that. I was on 65, so probably four, five, six years ago. And um, like I said, he's an amazing guy. And Corey's Corey's definitely a favorite. Corey's Corey's a favorite for everyone, I think, unanimously. At least yeah. at least within uh, within everyone that I know, Corey's a real good guy. So, dude, we appreciate it, man. Uh, thank you for the time. Obviously, we know you're busy with training and whatnot and traveling. So, well, I certainly to... appreciate you guys having me, and uh, hopefully, I can come back soon. Yeah, man, absolutely. So we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon, my guy. Appreciate it. 
Sounds good. All right. Adios. All right. So All right, that was fuck. Logan. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Logan Best is a <clears throat> is a staple, man. Yeah. Real good kid. He's got a good head on his shoulders. Yeah, he seems pretty well-rounded. Um, really mature. Man, like, I don't know if they got this before, but as long as he stays with his routine, he's definitely going places. And he's on. He's already in with the factory team with Yamaha, so that's a huge step yep. already. So good stuff for him. Um, well, I guess Rolling the only... Into Seattle, I guess? Yeah, I mean, I guess the only thing really to talk about is... Uh, you know, Seattle. Um, real quick, what do you think about the whole A Ray Rapier thing, dude? Oh, A Ray and Rapier? Come on, dude. What happened? What happened? Rage. Rage. Uh, I think it was just a full on racing incident, but those two are scrappy guys. The, like, they are true privateers. I know, I know, uh, I believe A Ray is actually on that SGB team. SGB Honda, yep. Um, they got a good program over there, but I know they're they're scrapping and fighting every weekend to get those those valuable points, transfer positions even transfer positions even yeah, yeah. make the main so, events. Um, you I think th- it was fair for them to be disqualified. Yes, absolutely. <sighs> Come on. Um, it was just a shove. It, 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 it was just a little shove. It was, it was pretty entertaining, not going to lie, but that's that's racing at its core. Like, they were just, they were so jacked up in that moment that it just came out. I guess. I mean, I guess. it was quite quite the uh, product placement for O'Neill. You know, it's, oh. it's, it's supposed to be enjoy the ride, not enjoy the rider. Yeah. <laughs> Something happened. I, I don't know what was said, but it went from, like, A-Ray getting cleaned out by Pauly to all of a sudden you scroll back over and here's A-Ray and they're and strapping on. Yeah, yeah, he did. Belt took out A-Ray like a daggum rocket ship out of nowhere. That was fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. I feel like it was, it was a big racing incident, but, you know, once, once, once the blood gets pumping it it's hard to hard to turn it off oh of course of course it is so yeah i mean nothing real too much to say there i mean obviously we don't have a ray or anyone to talk to about that but uh yeah real real nice little incident there uh clickbait for everyone for the next coming weeks i'm sure um yeah I mean, dude, you wanna you wanna get into the rant first, or you wanna you wanna hit Seattle? What, what do you want? You wanna do a rant or Seattle? Yeah, I could go for a rant right oh, now. Oh, okay, all right. So uh, let's let's open up the uh, get shit done coffee rant of the night here. Uh, so I was scrolling through social media. Oh, here we go. I I saw a couple posts. Um, one one post in particular, I kind of zoomed in. Uh, Justin Bogle posted this picture, but it had. The 96 on a Honda with white backgrounds. Oh, my. This again with the black and white backgrounds. Are you kidding so, me? Are you kidding We me? didn't get into this last week. No, we didn't. But, but <sighs> does it, like, I don't know if Hunter Lawrence is training on a 450 or if they're getting them ready for the outdoors. So is this a rant or is this a? It, it's kind of a rant. Is this a rant? So are you are you mad that I'm he's not, showcasing this? I'm not mad this? about it, but 
I'm curious where it's going to go. I, I don't think, know. Where do you I, think it's going to go? I think he rides 450 in the summer because um, he knows if he rides 250 that Jet's going to win that hands down. I think he gets a step up, tests out the 450, and if all things go well, we don't know what's happening with Roxon. Um, we don't know if he's coming back to Honda. So why not train him on the 450 in the outdoors, get him acclimated to it, real rough conditions, and then stick him on Supercross next year in the 450s. If Roxton decides that he's done, or if Honda doesn't renew his contract, I mean, why not? Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see where that goes because um, I, I personally never have watched or seen any videos of Hunter Lawrence riding a 450. But I, I feel like it's it's definitely going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting for sure. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks because you know these boys are starting to gear up for outdoors. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're you got we're a count, you got close. a countdown timer going on here. Yeah, so you you should know of all people. Now my my rant of the night is this: uh, Will people please stop DMing me on Twitter and Instagram? Asking why um, Feld is using all of the A-Ray and uh, Raper crashes, all that. Can we can we please all just chill for one second and realize that the AMA and Feld are two completely different entities? Okay, Feld is an entertainment company. This is what they do. They market fun things. They market exciting things. They market things that are going to draw people in, a.k.a. a fight on the track mid-race. The AMA disqualifies them, okay? That's a whole different thing. That's a federation that is set up to govern the racing, okay? The two are not linked, so let's just leave it alone because I've gotten, no lie, 10 messages, DMs from people saying, well, if, oh, the AMA disqualified you know a ray why why are they still using the clips well two different entities two different situations two different organizations okay and they can do that it's they can do that it's one of those things that we should not be getting this hyped up about we can't (laughs) it almost i can't even find the words here but it, it kind of amplifies the situation, but it it drives viewers to watch it. It does. And that's only good for our sport. I don't see a downside to this. I'm sorry. For those of you that feel that that's a hot take, oh well. Um, you can have that take all you want. We'll have phone calls open here in a couple weeks. So y'all can call in and discuss that and berate me over it all you want. But either way... It's two separate entities, so everybody, let's chill out, recognize the the two separate entities and what they do, and just let them do what they're supposed to do. How about that? You know, like let's let's stop getting up up, up in arms over things that don't really matter that much. Does it affect you? No. Now, does it affect your fantasy team? Probably. <laughs> Probably. I know Aiden picked him, but you know. Yeah, it is what it our is. co-host isn't feeling too hot right now. He he decided to go and take a take a nap. Yeah, 
what up with that? Real, like I said, real loose, real loose program. That Super we got loose program. Super over. loose program that we got going. It's fantastic. Uh, so yeah, there's that. And then, uh, well, why not? Let's let's wind it down a little bit. Talk about uh, Seattle and what Seattle, you're expecting. Seattle Supercross predictions. It, I feel like it's going to be another soft, soft, ruddy track like we saw this past mutter. weekend. I'm not necessarily going to say mutter, but I, I feel like it's going to be a soft, ruddy track that's going to uh, break down pretty quick, just like we saw this past weekend in Indy. Yep. yep. Um, I feel like Seattle's usually one of my favorite ones to watch because there's always some good battling because it ends up pretty pretty techy. So it's a it's a bit bigger, so they can build the track out a little bit more. Yeah. So it's a little it's a little bit nicer in that regard. But yeah, I mean I'm excited. Um, do I think Tomac wins again? <clears throat> no. I'd like I'm to sorry. see Anderson and go. No. I think I think this week we're Anderson looking uh, we're looking Anderson uh, and again Mookie. We're gonna go Mookie again. I'm going Mookie again. I'm going to go Mookie till the end of the season. I'm telling you, he's coming away with a win. One of these weeks, I'm going to be right. He, yeah. Once once Malcolm gets that first win, it's they're just going to yeah, click off. Over. That's that's what I'm thinking. So, we'll see. Uh, Eli's going to be I think raring to go. Jet, I'm sure Jet's going to pull away again. Um, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, why not? Um I think uh, I think Tomac's gonna win. Maybe not this week. Maybe the week after. That's what I'm thinking. Just my opinion. Um, but we'll see. I mean, Jet's looking really, really, really good though. Uh, I I have a very strong suspicion that Tomac does well. Jet does well. I think Jet wins. Anderson wins. Tomac in second. Barsha in um. third. Seattle is that going back to the West Coast? That's West Coast. You just said Jet wins. Jet wins. I'm saying Jet wins. He's the East Coast rider. Oh, hello. We're switching back. Oh snap! You're right. So it's Craig. It's Craig and those boys. Yeah, that changes everything. We're going Craig. Two fifty. Forget that. <laughs> Craig. Craig's I stepped out for a second, and I heard Jet, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. I mean, I. I'm completely still set on the East Coast racing, so go figures. That should be a should be a should pretty be a doozy. Good one. Uh, honestly, I'm not too sure who else can really compete with Craig over there right now. Shimoda looks good, but he's not gonna compete. I don't think Shimoda's uh, looking decent. I think I think he'll definitely be on the podium. I I want to see Mosman, my boy Mosman, pull up and beat Craig. At least one. Well, at least one he more already time. Did at it. least one more time. I need him to do it do one it more again. time. I need him to out be out drag race. Is is Christian Vince Freeze gonna freaking come into oh, factor here? My Vince Freeze, the Freeze train. I'm hoping that we don't have a situation this weekend, but if we do, it'll probably be with Craig. There you go. More than likely, it'll be with Craig. So. I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah, ready for it. On the entry list, we got Christian Craig, Mosman, Shimoda, Swole, Marshbanks, Mumford, Nate Thrasher, Vince Freeze. Mm-hmm. Chris Bloss is still out there. Heck yeah. Solid read across, dude. 
Carson Brown. Uh, he's poised. I feel like he's going to do really good. He's getting ready for a top five. Easy. He's definitely, it's definitely in his reach. For sure. I like Brown. I like Brown. I like Carson a lot. I, I would choose him and we, soon. We still have Stink Dog riding the 252 stroke out there. Stank. In the 450 class. Stank Dog. My guy. We, we love Stank a lot. So, I can't, personally, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that. It's definitely going to be a good one. Yeah. Um, I am super, super excited for Seattle. Hopefully I can make up some points this week in fantasy. If not, oh well. Seattle, I feel like riders like Cooper Webb, uh, Anderson, and probably, I want to say maybe Barsha. I feel like mm. those, those three are really going to excel. I mean, I don't know. Tomek has been on another level, so we'll see. I, hey, I'm ready for it, to be honest. I'm ready to see some good bar banging action this weekend. I feel like it's, it's going to make for some pretty great racing this weekend. I'm ready for it. Well, actually, tomorrow. Yeah, I was going to say, tomorrow, when this, when this podcast comes out, I'm sure we'll be, we'll be ready to go for it. So, I guess the only thing left... Now we've talked about everything. Is we only, we have listener questions. We we're gonna do a uh, a Stronos powered you know ask anything segment. Um, oh not sure, I'm not sure what's going on with uh, with poor Aiden, but maybe we'll pass the torch on over to Dwayne. Let uh, let's have a ask Dwayne anything segment. Uh, we'll see. Powered by Stronos, Dwayne, my guy. How are you? Are you ready? We have some questions for you. Are you ready to Are you ready to sit down? We got some questions. These are listener questions. I don't, I don't try to answer questions. Well, unfortunately, we we're not able to answer your question for Meshi, but we have determined that he is a top privateer, so he is eligible for Team Smash Bros. He He's is definitely eligible. eligible. I mean, he, he is eligible. I mean, every rider on the track is eligible. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. You may not want some. Oh. Ones that make the night show only. That's your top privateers. You can have Breeze. Anyways, all right, here we go. Okay. The ask anything or ask Dwayne anything because Aiden's not here right now. So, this comes from Deacon. Deacon says, how can we get more money to the riders in the sport? There just isn't enough payout past the top five. What's your, what's your fix to this? <laughs> what 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 are you, are you hiring some OnlyFans people like Carnow or we? What are we doing to get these guys more money? I know Jet Lawrence has OnlyFans. He has Jet has an OnlyFans. He did. It was. Maybe, it was I would be willing to say. I, I mean, between that and all the TikToks and everything like that, I mean, there's got to be some kind of outside. Something. Outside endorsements, outside sponsors. I mean, fuck. Stewart brought in Nike and all that with the boots and everything. Like, why not? Dungy had Target. Yeah, I forgot about that. Dungy did have Target for a yeah. while. Like, you gotta start bringing in outside sponsors to bring in more money. I mean, do you think we're gonna get another beverage company like bring the in Twisted Walmart, Tea? Bring in Walmart and put in put a <laughs> smiley face on your ass. <laughs> put a smiley put it, face as a butt, butt, patch. butt patch. There you go. 
Who would you give that to, though? Hmm. Who would you give the smiley face to? It's got to match their personality. Man, that's a hard one. I don't know. I don't know either. Oof. All right, so here we go. Another question. What's going on with Stank Dog? I don't know. What is going on with Stank Dog? Oh. What's happening with, with homie Stank? Is he... It's it's a little bit tougher in that two fifty or that four fifty class right that two fifty two stroke. Not no doubt about it. Like, I know. I don't that that one twenty five, he just has to keep it wicked. He definitely has to think hard. about it. Yeah, two, two strokes, strokes are hard. hard. Two, two strokes, strokes are hard. Compete with four strokes, sir. I mean, are I you friends with Stank? Are you friends with with, with the dog? I mean, I hung out with him. Oh, okay. I'm, I hung out with him at uh, Day in the Dirt. No, oh, Day in the Dirt. <laughs> Daytona a little bit. Okay. All right. No, like, right. Um, I, I don't know if he's he, – I saw some clips. He's right outdoors. I saw he did a camp with AJ Catanzaro. Oh, he did? Or he did. He either did it or he's going to do it. I think he's going to. I saw the T-shirts printed up. Um, I, I, I don't know. I think, Maybe I'll, I think the outdoors he's probably got a better shot with the two-stroke than the – Supercross with the 250s. I think he's starting to the, get ready the, for with it. With the 450s compared to the 252 stroke with Supercross, it's just... It's tough. That's Night and that's a whole other thing. I mean, like you said, the 125, yeah, you just keep the bitch wide open, and that's all you got to do. That's true. That's but, true. So it's kind of... We don't really know what Stank's up to. Except no, for racing. No, he's been flying under the radar. I haven't... I haven't really been too too much in touch with him lately. Oh man! So you never know. He might pop out. It's it's near his house. You know, he's probably gonna go 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 to home, get a good night's sleep, come out refreshed. <laughs> Fantastic! All right, another question for you, Dwayne. Do you think the penalty to Barsha was fair? No. The guy makes thirty k in a weekend. And pays three k for a fine. Does that do anything to deter him from doing something this week? Absolutely not. <laughs> do you still think he's a still he still goes same bam bam and just right in there? Uh, how many other times has he been fined? <laughs> I, that's a good question. I don't know. That would I don't know. I mean, if I made thirty k, that would not deter me. No. Absolutely not. Even the three points. Absolutely not. He's not in the running for a title, so absolutely not. Uh, I wouldn't say he's that. He's tied he, for he's, second. He's tied for second. Oh, okay. Which, <laughs> you did call this last week. If he won, he's now two races ahead yeah. of second place. So, so I think the points are stupid. Points they shouldn't, have, they shouldn't have docked him the points. You could find him and stuff like that, but, I mean, come on. like. Yeah, I would get with that. All right, another question that we have, Dwayne. Do you think it's fair that A. Ray and Rapier did not get fined, but were disqualified? Was Barsha on like a suspension Barsha. or anything? Barsha. Was Barsha on a suspension that he when he got fined? Was he? Well, I mean, he's on probation. Yeah, so he's he on was. probation. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah, and they're not on probation. So I mean. But they were fighting on the track, so I feel like that should qualify for a fine. Yeah, that's a, a tough one. But then, but then that also goes back to the fact that Feld is using that to promote Supercross. So it's like, do you fine the guys for fighting you on the track and then use their stuff to bring more people to the sport? Or 
I, it's a fine line. Honestly, fine like line. I felt like they should have just docked him points. I, Doc I do too. Took A Ray's money and points away, and Ravers' money and points away, and just let him race. Yeah. You know, I mean, versus being disqualified. I mean, yeah, they were fighting, but they're using it as publicity. That's true. That's true, and that's that's where I am kind of in that camp. Like it's it's nice yeah. that they DQ'd him, no fines, no points, but. They are using their stuff. I think if there would have been a fine, I would have been a little bit more ticked. Yeah. Just just a slight bit. Just a slight. All right, here's another one for you, Dwayne. Does Stank Dog make any more 250 or 450 mains? I think he could make another 250 main. Oh. I hope he does. He's okay. pretty close to Daytona. I'm pulling, I'm pulling for him. He I does. want him to, and I really want him to make a 450 main on that 252 stroke. That'd be funny. I That'd really want really I really want him to. I mean, I'm pulling for it. Uh, is it going to happen? I don't think he's going to make a 450 main. Oh. Uh, I don't oh. think. I think. I, it, I think he might be able to squeak I, through, I, through through the LCQ. Yeah, I don't know if that one's going to happen. I don't personally think so, but I think he might be able to squeak another, you know, 250 one in Ooh. there. Okay. Maybe. All right. Another question. Dwayne. Is Team Smash Bros. going to be an official race team next year for AMA Supercross or Motocross? Yes or no? This is a yes or no question here. Specifically stated yes or no. I mean, yeah, as long as they're not expecting money. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's part of the deal, but... I mean, no, because I'm the one that makes the deal. Oh, well... (laughs) I mean, I'm the owner, so no. Okay. It's my deal. So, if so, anyone out here wants to get a uh, Team Smash Team Bros, Smash Bros I mean, title sponsor, you can get it for the low flat fee of zero dollars. Yeah, he won't pay you. You won't pay him. But you talk to get in contact with me, and we could talk about the the arrangements, the, the arrangements, benefit and the benefits of being on Team Smash Bros. And you, know, <laughs> you, you decide if you want to run the sticker or not. What kind of incentives are you running that there's no cash prize or you know there's no money up front what are what are we what incentives are you willing to provide i mean if barsha was running the sticker i mean i'm not gonna say i would have covered three grand but i might have like put a little bit up towards that fine oh man so race team next year team smash bros y'all heard it first y'all heard it first um, I think we have one more. Well, like I said, you're going to have to sneak my logo past AMA because it's got a middle finger on it. Uh, you can put the peace sign up and it'll no, still do the no, same thing. No, no, it's not a peace. It's Come on. Come on. Smash Bros is not about peace. I guess not. It's in the team name. Smash Bros. <laughs> All right, the last one coming from Twitter. Dwayne, do you think that Supercross or Motocross has gotten softer over the years. Fuck yeah. What would you do to prevent it from becoming more soft and someone put in here in parentheses less liberal? Not sure. Take everybody down to Mexico, let them race down there for a year. (laughs) (laughs) No rules? No fucking rules rules down there. Clean, all all wipeouts are clean. Oh, T-bones are legal down there. T-bones, wash somebody out, throw them over the berm. 
I literally see somebody down there. Somebody came in to T-bone him. The dude that was about to get T-boned jumped off his bike and tackled the other dude off his bike and then went and got back on his bike and took off. All legal. All legal. So. I mean, it's, it's racing. You're allowed to bump. I mean, it's. There is some con. You're allowed to have there is, some. There is dirty bumping and there is clean bumping. That's true. I would say. Nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. No. I mean, no. Not at all. Not at all. I think, I mean, if we look back over the years, I mean, we had dudes cleaning each other out every weekend back in the day. I, I feel but now like, it's. I feel like where it got soft is where they tried to get control the image of how the racer is supposed to look, supposed to talk. Mm-hmm. You got to mm-hmm. do this, you got to do that. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing. They're trying to control it so much more for the fans now and everything, and it's like, not like... Yeah. If you kind of just let the guys be, let them do whatever they want. Yeah. It, just let them be the racers they grew up racing, learning how to be racers. Let them race. Yeah. How they learn to race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like... They all learned how to race pretty much the same way, almost. You know, they all grew up racing the same kind of races. Yeah. They all That's grew true. up racing pretty each much, other. Pretty much all the same nationals. And each other. So, let them fucking race. I'm for that. Yeah. Do you think that the AMA should keep a detailed, and, and I brought this up on the Twitter, and some people didn't like what I had to say, but... I, I think it's a valid point, right? So anytime that there's a penalty or probation, anything really decision made by the AMA in terms of the writers, there should be a written, um, I don't want to say confession because that's not the right word, but a written explanation of why the penalty was handed out. Um, yeah. And what the penalty is, why it was handed out, how they got to that conclusion, so they can look why back. Why it's justified. Mm-hmm. So it's justified, right? And then that way it's public, and people aren't wondering, oh, well, why in the world is that yeah. happening? Uh, are y'all they, against they, that They did it? that no. one time. They came out and said what section of the rule book it was when Cameron McAdoo caused a red flag and then proceeded to get back on the gate and race. Yes, I do remember that. That was the only time they actually openly gave an explanation. Do you think there needs to be more transparency? Yes. Yes? Okay. Okay. I think I think that's a fair assessment of things. Yeah. A well agreed situation. So well, I mean, hey, that's all the questions that we've got. Uh, we've talked about just about everything. Um, thank you big thank you to uh, to Scott Meshi and Logan Best. Both really sweet guys like them yeah some rad dudes some really great racers follow them on the socials yeah follow them on the socials hey man it it was fun it was fun talking with them i yeah i like scott scott's uh i've had you got a little man crush on scott a little bit a little bit no my 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 bigger man crush is on mookie um but now scott's a scott's a real good guy like talking with him real chill best really mature for 16 years years of age i mean come on now he's really going places he's going places so big shout out to uh astronos crypto appreciate you guys and get shit done coffee appreciate all the support that you give uh the podcast next week 
Hopefully we'll have better audio, a little razzle-dazzle involved. Uh, we got a new podcasting system coming in so we can actually hear Dwayne the next time he decides to roll in. Cause, Sorry, my guys. Uh, well, no, we just can't hear you. That's it. It's not, not, not when you get here. It's just we can't hear you. Well, it's all good. It's unfortunate. Right. You've got good takes. Maybe. So hopefully we'll have some uh, updated equipment. It'll sound real nice. We'll have some intro music. If not, maybe. next time we'll talk louder. Then I didn't know that was an issue. Uh, well, it's all good. All righty. So, good. so yeah. So next week uh, after Seattle, we'll talk about. Uh, well, they take a break, don't they? They take a week off, I think. Then they hit St. Louis. If I'm not uh, mistaken. We got Seattle the 26th, and yep. then we got St. Louis. Oh, it's not even. That's what so I was going to say. I think they take a week off, and then it's St. Louis, and then Atlanta, Foxborough, and then finish it out in uh, uh, you Utah. S- you skipped Denver. but Oh, and Denver. That's right. And Denver, Denver, then Utah. Denver, then Utah. So. But, yeah, yeah. adios, guys. Time. Yeah, till next time. Thank you for listening, and uh, if you haven't already, follow us on all the socials, and we will be back next week. Adios.